0: I'm Tony Frawley, and this afternoon I am here in the boardroom of Cube. I'm with Brendan Ring. Brendan is a managing director of Cube, a design, print, and packaging firm based on the Bally Simon Road in Limerick. Brendan, it's great to be here with you today.
1: Thanks, Tony, and great to have you
0: here as well. Oh, thank you very much, uh, Brendan. Today we're going to talk about we're going to talk about your story, how you started off out in the world of entrepreneurialism, um, and became an entrepreneur. Um, how you've grown the company down through the years. Some of the advice that you'll give others that are starting out in their journey. Um, and just have a general conversation around where things are at at the moment in the current business climate. Absolutely. So just kind of kicking things off, Brendan, when, when did it all begin for you? When did you decide to, to, to go out there on your own?
1: It was a forced um, transition period, really, from being employed by a multinational company okay. to having to uh, start up our own business uh, 21 years ago now. Um, I was made redundant by an American company that was based here in Limerick. Okay. We happened to be in the print industry in the sense that we manufacture printing presses so I knew quite a bit about printing, Mm -hmm. Uh, I knew a lot of printing uh, companies throughout Ireland and throughout Europe and even in the States so I was always fascinated with this and I, I, and I spent about 15 years with them. Okay. So I learned a lot about the trade, a lot of interesting people, and print itself is is extremely interesting. I know people may not look at it that way, but it's, it's a science. It's an art of how you actually get to produce yeah, of course, yeah. your brochure that you see on your desk, when mm. you go into a restaurant, you see a menu. I mean, everywhere I go, I'm looking at how to see someone's printed, mm-hmm. whether it's packaging or print. You know, it's, it's interesting. So you're, I, I love <laughs> you're,
0: Yeah, you're always looking at it. You're obsessed with it now, I'm assuming, at the stage of the game. Yeah. And so, what year was it then that you decided, okay, I'm just actually going to do it. I'm going to go for it. Uh, It was 1996.
1: 1996. Okay. So that's a long time ago, but it flew. Time flies. Of course it did. And you started small. that's The important message, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we started in Henry Street. Uh, At at that time, we had only one printing press and one uh, guy, print operator, uh, Pat. And um, three of us walked into his office one day. There was three of us originally that formed the company and he was kind of saying, what are you all doing here? Because only one of me. Of course, yeah. But literally, it started like that. Okay. So when you look back at that, like, you wonder yeah. why you ever did
0: it. Of course, yeah. But
1: it was something obviously, it was in the genes for me, in yeah. particular, I wanted to do something. You weren't
0: afraid? You didn't think about fear, did you?
1: Not really, look, my mom herself, worked for herself all her life, my dad as well. so, okay. he was in the genes and stuff. Yes. And a lot of my siblings went on to do mm. the same. So, And it wasn't because they had it done. It's just something that I wanted to carve out for myself. It didn't have to be in the printing industry. Yes, of course. But it certainly had to be in something that I had an interest in. And that's the important thing. Yeah. Once you have an interest in something, it keeps you going. And uh, that's to, important. To, to Very important. That's yeah.
0: important. So, so you know, to, to people that are listening and who are thinking of starting new businesses and going at, going at their own, going out on their own, it is important that they have a genuine interest in what they're about to do. Yeah,
1: if you love something that you do, yeah. or you want to find out more about that particular subject and if that happens to be business, because I, I'm obviously interested as well in fitness mm-hmm. and once you have a drive for that, you'll find that it becomes easier to do it Of course. so it, it, the same applies to business, and like I enjoy that uh, and, and I still love the game, yeah. and I, I've met some fa- fascinating people and uh, so for me it's the most important thing but try and find something in your life that you love that you'll always be interested in and that you'll always want to grow and develop and I think that'll stand to you yeah. and hopefully a business idea and success will come out of that yeah. and it usually does I think unless you know, mm. obviously things do go wrong from time to time yeah, was, but if that true. love is there and passion that might get you through the tough times which we've all been
0: through course, absolutely yeah I mean what is it that Steve Jobs said about it? you've got to love what you do because it's so hard that any sane person would just, would just pack it in if they didn't love it have to love it. Yeah, you need a passion for it. For sure. You need
1: a passion and you need support. and You know, your team, your, it's mm-hmm. a team, it's like sport and you've got people around you and that's again very important that you've got the right team to be able to help you in time to get your ideas through, to, to let the business develop and mushroom and grow like it needs to do that. That's very, very important.
0: And and, and let, let's go back to that. Uh, you know, you started out, as you said, very small. One printing press was a small little team and it slowly... <laughs> Day by day, bit by bit, brick by brick you built it up.
1: Yeah, it gradually just grew. You know, it was a lot of hard work, a lot yeah. of a lot of long hours, particularly at the beginning, um, and a lot of frustration. Yeah. And uh, choices that need to be made, whether it was family vis a vis your work balance, life, your own health, yeah. all of that really goes in the background yeah. at the beginning. But once you know that you're going to get there all those things even out in yeah. balance out in time yeah. but um, it's, 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 it's when you look back it was very challenging yeah.
0: absolutely and it was it, those days as well it was you know we didn't have the technology that we have these days so it was very much knocking on doors wasn't it getting in front of people yeah. pitching prospecting presenting the old school way of building it wasn't
1: it that's the only way I knew yeah. at the beginning yeah. was literally get a pad write out the names of guys that I knew in businesses around knocking on doors and say look I've started a printing business in Limerick. Yeah. Look, would you please support me? Whatever way it was, yeah. like just your business cards, your letterhead, yeah. your stationery, and that's how it started. And they're our customers now. Yeah. You know, even though they were contacts of friends or family, they've become our customers, and they're part of the Cube success story.
0: But it's still that that method is still relevant today. though, Brian and I believe that technology still makes it easier, mm-hmm. but get the importance of not being afraid to ask and getting out there in front of people still holds true.
1: Yeah, you know, as has evolved, I mean, at the end of the day, no matter what you do, you still need to be able to pick up that phone, make an appointment, go and speak with somebody, network, whatever it takes, but you have to ask. Yeah. And it's it's the hardest thing to do. Uh, we take it for granted every day mm-hmm. of, our, of our lives, but when it comes to the business side of things, unless you ask and are prepared to kind of put yourself out there, you know, the business won't come into your company (laughs) it it will will, but you still have to be able to sell your wares and and let people know who you are and what your company is about so that's very important as well.
0: You made some big decisions obviously throughout your career as well and we're sitting here in your beautiful facility in the Bally Salmon Road and celebrating 20 years of business last year as well which was a huge milestone you know what advice do you have to people who are listening who are considering taking that next step and saying well you know we're we, we are expanding, we might have outgrown our facility. What, you know, have you any advice that you give those people?
1: Well, well, I suppose it's looking back. I mean, when we moved here to Bally Simon, uh, I remember our auditors coming in and we were at, on the top floor and they looked on the production line and they said, Is that it? But we'd come from a very small unit, Henry Street, and subsequently we were in the Tate Business Centre. So this place was probably 10 to 15 times that size. Okay. But they could see that it could even be bigger again. Sure. And I probably didn't have that vision at that time, mm-hmm. but in hindsight, they were right. I, you have to take the risk, you have to take a gamble. And like everything else, like we went down to buy printing equipment north of 500,000 and like that's frightening. Mm-hmm. But if you buy the right machine, and even though it's very expensive, yeah. You you make the right decision, and once you you, you, you you make the right financial decision, it can't be just willy nilly. Once you have a financial model s- to support that, yeah. well then go with it. And you know you have to take a gamble, but it, it 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 can be controlled and managed. And formerly, my previous business partner, he his advice always was, and I, I'll never forget, about it in my trust in life I and mean in business, is that if you could have thirty percent of the value of whatever asset you want to buy. You're in a good stead. So yes, if yeah. things got tough, yeah. you get through, and that has stood good to you. But to me, right to this day,
0: yeah, very interesting way of looking at it. We, yeah. we we talk about we talk about obviously customers and the importance of of working closely with, with your customers. That's something that, that you guys have really excelled in uh, throughout the last twenty what twenty one years now. Actually, uh, your 20, 21st 20, birthday, 20, Brendan. Right. Another Thank excuse you. for a party. Uh, um, you know, minding your customers nurturing your customers and growing with them is important as well, isn't it? Helping them to, to scale allows you to invest into your organization as well.
1: Absolutely, look, there's no business without your customers, I mean we all need to realize that, that's very important and here in Cube we try to you know, explain that and we have to continuously revisit that that at the end of the day, guys, unless we look after our customers, we won't have a long-lasting business so the customer is the most important part of the jigsaw and personally I believe in that and Mm -hmm. again when you believe in something it comes through you and your team around you see that and then hopefully they pick up on that so the culture in queue is to be customer focused and that's what we do we put our customers first and our strapline is to exceed our customers expectations and look we don't do that all the time but we would like to think we do it most of the time sure. and if we get around and we do, we put our hands up in the air, we learn from our mistakes and the company learns from that and the employees say guys we didn't get this right let's learn from it, they are our bread and butter we need to look after our customers and what's good when I look back, a lot of the people and the companies that we started with now twenty one years ago, they're still with us. Yes. Some have gone or places for other reasons and some look some companies have closed down. But what I'm trying to say is that once we service them and yep. look after them yeah. and put their needs first, yeah. everything else comes right. Yeah.
0: And 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 it's great to hear that Brendan and you know, and that there's alignment internally and you're you're striving to exceeding expectations as, as often as you possibly can. I think it's also interesting to, to talk about some of the customers that you work with and the demands within this industry as well. You have to be very responsive, and it's, it's fair to say that some of the clients you work with are in the sporting industry. So timelines are really, really tight. Yes. Be printing tickets, printing match programs, which is last-minute stuff, yeah. almost. So you have to be prepared to respond quite fast to their demands.
1: You know, in the sporting area, I mean, teams are not announced until midweek. Programs have to be ready the next day. Within 24 48 hours. Uh, as I said earlier, there's a science in print. It takes time to get your product onto a page for it to dry so that it's ready to be converted into a finished program, as in the case of a, uh, of a match day game. So we understand that. Mm-hmm. There are very tight deadlines, and you know, it can get frustrating for everybody, but you need to, to work with it. Our experience now over the last 20 years has taught us to be able to do that very well, and I'm, I'm glad to say we were recognized. Uh, in the sporting industry we didn't monster of for being able to produce good quality products, and it has to be there on the day. The game is on. Yes. The, the program has to be there. You can't but have it there. That's it. That's it. The bug the, stops with do, you then. It yeah. does absolutely, Tony. Yeah, totally yeah, yeah. That's yeah,
0: important. But it is, it, it, I can see you, you talked at the start of our um, of, of our podcast about the tangible factor. You love to be able to touch and feel and to look at something. Um, and that's probably, the, it's great for, for you and for an organization to be able to see the work, the end result, the quality finish. Print the, the, the different types of colors that you're using in your processes.
1: Like it's fascinating. I mean, when I walk through production and I just happen to notice, you know, something that really stands out. Whether it's a program, whether whether it's a brochure for a hotel, or whether it's an information for use guide for uh, people in med tech industry to be able to pick those up and and yeah. read them and look at them and and you see see the vibrancy of them and. You know that you can say this company is able to produce that type of product, yeah. and a lot of these products that we produce are leaving the country and they're going to the United States and yeah. all over Europe, and it's you know it's it's just it's great yeah. to be able to see that Cuba able to, you know, stand on their own two feet in that area. And
0: deliver on that. Also, uh, Brennan, the expectations as well that, that customers have nowadays, they're, they're changing the demands that they're under now, the pressures that they're under within their own industry, mm-hmm. certainly in the med tech space and pharma are quite challenging. So what you're finding outside of the design, print and packaging, which is what you're what you're doing as a service, there's so many more ad- ad- added value things that you need to be able to deliver, yeah. such as fulfillment. Yeah.
1: Well, I, I actually came from that bar- background in college, uh, in the sense that MRP, which is the old term for being able to, you know, understand your supply chain model, that's something that, that I was also very interested in. So behind that information for use guide, there's a big logistical... Um,
0: so so your IFU booklets, the importance are that they need to leave here on time every day because the device for your client cannot leave without it. The
1: client is manufacturing the device. They don't want to tie up their space with storage of product like uh, IFUs. So we have to be able to work out the, the lead times to have the IFUs with them on a daily on a daily basis. So we would plan three to four weeks ahead of the desired delivery date and we would have to manufacture, we would have to pouch store and deliver one in that period of time so unless you understand the supply chain model behind the cost we're working with well then you won't survive mm-hmm. so printing it alone just won't do you've got to understand when they need it it's got to be on time and as i said it's got to do every single day of the week and that takes a lot of understanding and we have that culture within cube now that's what makes us different to our companies we're not just supplying a printed product we're yeah. supplying uh, a requirement to a company that fulfills their needs we are part of their supply chain, and we understand that. And a lot of our team here, our experts in that area, uh, have come from the packaging and fulfilment side themselves. So they bring that expertise. So we're experts at that at this stage in supplying to those areas.
0: Yeah, it's great. It's great to see it, Brendan. And it's great. It's great sense of pride for you and for the team to know that you're at that level now.
1: It, it, it is, and you know, again, thanks to 2020. I mean, we were, as you said, Tony, we were always very good to sell ourselves, but never. We weren't that strong in marketing ourselves Mm. and letting people know we were out there. And since we've gone on this path over the last two years, there's been an immense change in our business. But internally in relation to our people here Mm. on the ground, they now fully understand what Cube is all about, what our culture is, but for our customers looking inwardly, our hopefully new clients, they can see that we are different, that we are committed to exceeding their expectations, that we will bend over backwards to ensure that they get their products. On time, every time, whether it's for a, a sporting event, whether it's in the medtech, farm industry, whether it's hospitality, we understand that, and we want to be able to, you know, support these companies. So in turn, they will continue to do business with Q. So we were originally known as Q Printing Limited. Yes. Now we call ourselves Q. Actually, it was funnily, we were always known as Q, but we just never, never really understood it. Yes. And yeah. I, I, again, onto the likes of yourself at uh, 2020 said. Well, that's what, what people see you as, and that's how you hang your hat on. Yes. it. So we, we've hung our hat on Cube, and uh, we want to exceed our customers'
0: expectations. Yeah, conditions. absolutely, Brandon. And it, it, it's, it's how your customers perceive your brand and how you know they would refer to you quite simply as Cube, and they saw you as much more than just printing. Yeah. Design is another core component of what you guys do as well here for some of your clients, in having that capability to be able to design and to apply in last-minute modifications, and yes. all of that kind of stuff as well is very important.
1: Again, after our twenty celebration, we actually looked at our design studio. Um, we isolated away from our production, and and we give the team, which we've got four in there, full time designing. Just give them time and and space to think about yeah. coming up with good ideas. Being able to produce to their best of their abilities, mm-hmm. and again, being able to design a product and print it and deliver it. I mean, we can offer that now. It's fantastic.
0: Very good. It's great to hear. Um, let's talk about something a little bit different. Let's yeah. talk about sport. Let's talk nice. about let's talk about fitness yeah, yeah. Uh, and and your passion for it. And it's it, it just doesn't lie with yourself. It, it's right across the company here. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a lot of a lot of very stressed business people, no doubt, listening to this podcast, clients we deal with, and uh, friends and colleagues, and. One of the things that that we know that a lot of people aren't doing enough of is minding their own fitness. Yeah. Something that you've addressed yourself over the last few years, and speak very highly of the importance of in in, in doing.
1: Yeah, well, um, two things that have kind of brought me to that way of thinking. Unfortunately, I lost some siblings along the line who had been self-employed, and I, I looked at myself and Cube, and it's important that mm-hmm. Cube is greater than DMD that no one person runs a business, It's a team. So it's important that we have our lives and our health outside of our work. Mm-hmm. And particularly at the very beginning, uh, when you're starting a business, there's massive demands. Sure. and you can't get everything right. And fortunately, after working for a lot of time in 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 Q, I've been able to take time out to look at my own health mm-hmm. to say like Brendan, look, your weight's important, your BMI is important. Uh, you need to stay as healthy as mm-hmm. possible, so at least then your longevity, yeah. your lifespan, please God.
0: And you're saying, you, you, you feel fitter now than you have done in... What in I have.
1: I, I, I was a smoker. I stopped smoking when I was 46, so that's yeah. seven or eight years ago now. Yeah. And the one thing that happened when you gave up cigarette, you weight. Yes. And I didn't want that. So yeah. I went training straight away. And at the beginning, it was just walking, running, yeah. a bit of cycling. And but what I found, like business, you have had to set goals that you want, or else it, you just won't get there. So
0: last year you were like a man possessed because you were I doing was. a marathon. You really, you really went at it, didn't you?
1: I did my first marathon. I was fifty-three. Yeah. Um, I don't know why I wanted to do it other than it was. An, I thought it was a huge challenge to run twenty-six miles plus uh, in one sitting. And I, I you know what, this stood to me. I I, yeah. I just, I met a guy called Joe O'Connor. Uh, he's got a a fitness uh, center down in Tralee it's called Nicest Fitness and what Joe does is, is that if you wanted to achieve something from a fitness point of view he would roll out a plan for you and yes. once you were committed to that plan mm-hmm. like and you, you you went along the lines that he wanted you to do you could get anything done so whether you want to climb Mount Everest or mm-hmm. run a marathon to me that's my Mount Everest I wanted to do that so Joe gave me the, the plan to do that now I had to go ahead and do it
0: and most importantly he held you accountable absolutely so you know you had to hit the the targets that he asked you to hit
1: yeah it's all monitored you're you're given a heart rate monitor Uh, it feeds uh, to Joe's system back in Trilly he knows exactly what you're doing or what you're not doing and a lot of it is done through your heart rate so if he asked you just to go out and run five or six kilometers, yeah but keep your threshold heart rate at a particular number say 140 150 BPM well then you just kept it that's you just you went through it but at the weekend he might say to you right I want you to do a fast 5k and so between the Balance of the slow and the fast. You eventually got to do, you know, to run a marathon in my case, which is phenomenal. It's a
0: huge achievement, and I think as as the older statesman, and you won't won't mind me saying this, um, some some of the some of your colleagues here are trying to catch up with you. But as I came in here this evening, or sorry, this afternoon, I bumped into T J Ryan, yeah. T J Ryan, former Limerick Hurley manager and and, and hurler himself, yes. and uh, he's just after doing his first half marathon.
1: Yeah, and again, it's going back to the business, you you lead hmm. by example, and yeah. if people buy into what you're doing and they like that, yeah. then they might become interested in TJ and Trish and Rachel and Peter and Brian, so many of them have taken yeah. up, and again, I introduce Nices to Q and, yes. and give people the opportunity yeah. to roll in behind Joe if they wanted to. Yes. So they're working away with yeah. him and they're all doing so well, and yeah. it's great because you know yourself, Tony, totally. when you do some... Whatever farming exercise, whether it's walking, running, going to the gym, cycling, once you come to work or next morning, you feel a lot better. Yeah. You've got more energy. You feel good about yourself. Yeah. You've achieved something. So your business is going to do well yeah. from it as well. Everybody around you has got a pep in the step. You know, and, and like, I'd like to say that in Cube, we have that kind of culture. Yeah. Everybody's most of the time in good form. You, you,
0: you, can, you can sense it, Brennan and yeah. you can. And I think it is an important message, you know, for people who are running their own businesses very busy busy executives and companies as well, it's it's okay to take time up, get out there, throw on the runners, get to the gym, get a program, Get you know, you will feel much better. It'll help you in your decision-making. You'll sleep better. You'll be less stressed.
1: Well, I remember at the very, very beginning of all this, one Saturday afternoon, I was coming home in the car, listening to a radio, and there was some guy on, he was a psychologist, and he said that a 20-30 minute workout was as good as a mind Right. It, I'll never forget that statement okay, yeah, it's you powerful. know what I mean yeah. because the endorphins in your brain just change mm. automatically and it doesn't matter how unfit you are yeah. I mean I, I love sport all types of sport I was never very good at any of them really I yeah. played a lot of them mm. but it's you do it for yourself yeah. you feel good you're healthier yeah. you feel better I mean you, people need to do it yeah. Absolutely, you know yeah, let your business be doing well but you also yeah. look down to yourself so you're yeah. there to enjoy yeah. the fruits of it long term and that's why I'm doing it yeah please, God, to see, yeah, yeah, it's
0: to see great. you flourish great it's great Brendan, and, and very important um let's talk about limerick let's talk about limerick at the moment and limerick and business you're a very proud limerick man Absolutely. um and let's hope limerick can go on and win in all ireland for us fairly soon we're all hoping for that but limerick and uh, there's definitely a big turnaround in limerick at the moment isn't it we can really sense the yeah. the, the, the positive vibe that's happening at the moment yeah
1: like it's very important uh, you know we're a limerick business that we support each other that's that's Number one. Sure. Uh, Limerick is vibrant at the moment. There's a lot of big projects uh, being branded about at the moment. 2030 project in particular, uh, the Hanging Gardens. I mean, they are so important. We need to f- realize that Limerick is a nice place to live, it's a nice place to do business, and we need to talk ourselves up a little bit. I think that we undersell ourselves in Limerick. I think we have a lot to offer, and I know even in the printing trade that. Once we get out there and speak to our customers and they say, whoa, you manufacture in Limerick, you've got full colour printing presses, you have a design studio, you have a warehousing facility, yeah. and all these are, they, they're amazed. And, yeah. and I think they don't realise that we can we can achieve those kind of heights in Limerick. And that's across all spheres of business, whether it's um, sporting or whether it's in Banking sector, whether it's in the med tech sector, I mean, everybody is doing so well, but we've got to speak it, we've got to speak Limerick up. It's very mm-hmm. important when we wear our I Love Limerick badge to see as much as we can to let people know we're proud of Limerick, we yeah. do business in Limerick, and obviously we do business outside of Limerick. I'm not saying that we don't do that. And you know, uh, Capital Limerick at the moment is is kind of reaching out to business people in Limerick to communicate with the, with the guys in this. Is, so oh, this is this, this, this the a Limerick GA initiative, is it? Yeah. Uh, it's a little bit more than that, okay. uh, the, the Limerick are involved in oh, yes. to reaching out, yeah. but it, it's about business to business saying, look you can do business in Limerick as well as you can do business yeah. in Dublin. The motorway and the infrastructure has improved so much yeah. over the years, like time travelling now it's just reduced, if even if you want to make an appointment in Dublin, you've been Dublin two hours in Limerick right yeah. now, of so course. if you're supplying to a customer in Dublin I, uh, we were always asked at the beginning, "But you're bringing your four hours away? Yeah. now we're only two. Yeah, we're less. So yeah. that's very important." But going back to your question, Limerick is vibrant, it's doing very well. We need to support it. We need to support each other uh, in Limerick where we can. And I- I- if you can't get what you need in Limerick, by all means, look it But look internally first and support. You're yeah, that's the key and message company.
0: support each other, it back is. each other, talk yourself up. Absolutely. Limerick is a great place to do business. And as we're located here, uh, Brendan, just on the on the Bally Simon Road, um, up the road from you, you can see the huge development going on with Northern Trust at the moment.
1: Yeah, Northern Trust is fantastic. Superb, see? all growing. Uh, Supermax are coming in across the road. The new toll pass into there. Uh, Easy Living just moved in beside us last year.
0: The confidence uh, is there. It's huge. Yeah, isn't yeah. it? And it is it's 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 great to see it. We just need to know, believe in ourselves, and support each other, and and drive on.
1: Absolutely. And I, I think when the link between Cork and Limerick is in place, which will take with bit time. We'll find that Limerick is posi- positioned very well strategically to move between Galway, Cork, Limerick, Dublin. So. You know, watch this space. I think it's it's the place to do business.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, well, Brendan, thank you very much for your time and congratulations on celebrating 21 years in business now. It's a huge success. We wish you very very many more years of success over the next few years in building your team. Um, And again, thank you for your time.